so much for being here. It's always so amazing to come here on a Sunday. This is my home church, like he said, you know, grown with Pastor John and Vanessa since I was 19 years old when I was saved. They were the first pastor that saw me. So they've seen the best parts and the worst parts, let me tell you, of my journey from 19 not knowing anything to today. So I give them all the credit. They are amazing pastors. If this is your home church as well, you know what I'm talking about. They are incredible leaders. And um, it's always a privilege to even be asked to be up here. So I just, I don't take it lightly. So um, I just wanted to honor them before I say anything else. Um, and um, yeah, just I'm so glad you guys are here. People that are watching online, so glad that you're watching online. And yeah, we'll just get started. Is that cool? All right. <laughs> All right, I'm going to pray and then we'll begin. Jesus, thank you so much. Thank you, God, for the breath in our lungs. Thank you for bringing us all here safely. God, I just pray that you use me today. Use me as your vessel. God, I pray that you just use my voice and everything that you want to say flows out. God, open our ears, open our hearts to what you have to say. And we just thank you for your presence, that it is already here. And we're just stirring it up. In Jesus' name, amen. Awesome, awesome. So we are continuing our series, Savage Habits that um, John started, Pastor John started, um, and he basically Savage Habits series is, he's giving, Pastor John is giving us habits that we can use every day in our lives that can bring us in, in and make us more in tune with who God is and, and what he is, his, what his character is, and how we can just be closer to him, because I think that's all we, what we want, right? We, we you know, we, we want to feel that closeness, we want to know who God is and feel his presence all the time. So these are just like practical. And I really love actually this series because it's so practical. It's like just, you know, self-help kind of stuff. Like you want to, you know, it's, these are little ways that you can go about your day. You can make these little changes and it can shift something for you. And it can shift the, your communication with God even. So I really do love this, this series and I'm just going to continue on with it. Um, today, but before I divulge what my savage habit is, I have an illustration, and it's literally an illustration. I don't even have a story. It's it's a photo. So Josh, if you can throw that up, bro. Okay, let me get out of the way so you can see what it is. Can we turn off the lights too? So, if you can't see, this is a photo of. Oh, turn off the lights. I'm sorry. I can see everybody now. Wow, that's scary. <laughs> um, so. If you can't see, that is a baby's hand and a, a, um, a certain digit is out that I had to censor because this is church after all. And I don't want to offend anybody. So there is a certain digit that's out. The middle finger's out, okay. I just, I just have to say. The middle finger's out and it's a little baby. And yeah, if, can we zoom out the, the photo please? <laughs> so, context, okay? Context. This is me and my mom. This is my 21-year-old mom, and that's me. Just and now that I see this picture, I just have an attitude. I don't know what's going on with her. She had a rough day that day. But anyway, so this this photo, I use this as an illustration because to my note, so my grandmother, she is really good at putting all of our photos together chronologically in every single uh, baby album that we have. 
And to my knowledge, I could be wrong, but don't correct me now, Mom and Grandma. Um, this is the one of the first photos that was professionally taken of me and my mom. And so you can tell, like, it's a, it's a pretty, you know, uh, sentimental photo. It's just a photo that's filled with love. This is 20, I'm her first kid, so fresh mom, 21 years old, and her baby. So it's a beautiful photo. You can take this picture off and turn on the lights now, Josh. Thank you. Oh, darkness. Okay. Um, so I use that illustration, and it's silly and, and funny because literally I censored it out, and maybe I shouldn't have because it kind of takes away the funny of it, but my middle finger is completely out. Like, it's no, no, you can't deny that one. Like, it's just, I don't know why we kept, the, I, don't, I, think my, I don't know why we have that photo, but <laughs> it's just out. But I use that, that illustration because even though, like, the finger's out and everything, and it's kind of not the perfect photo. When you zoom out of it, when you zoom out and see my mom smile, and you see me ho holding her baby, it is a beautiful photo. It's a beautiful picture of a mother and her daughter. It's a beautiful picture of her mother and her first child. Is the finger still out? Yeah, sure, it's there. I censored it in the bigger one, too. It's still out. But the bigger picture is better, right? The bigger picture shows love and it shows happiness, and it shows um, th that it's a precious photo. And so I just wanted to use that, and uh, you know, the, the savage habit that I have for today is zooming out from the problem. Zooming out from the problem in your life. Um, I'm, I'm hearing good feedback, that's good to me, because I was like, writing this down, I was like, man, if they're not gonna think this is funny, if they're not gonna, you know, like, please email John. I'll give you my, his email myself. Email him, I'm sorry. But, um, so focusing, or uh, what was it? Savage habit, zooming out of the problem. Now it's not lost on me that this is hard to do. I totally understand that this is a difficult thing to do. Some people's issues in their life, the thing that they're focused on is such a big issue. It's so big. It's so important. It's probably the hardest thing they're going through in their life at this moment. I'm not naive to that. And, you know, I'm not saying that I know what everyone's going through. That Oh, just forget your problems. It's fine. You know, it's whatever. I'm not up here to say that. And I totally understand that people go through different things in their life and they handle things differently. And some, sometimes you can't stop thinking about it. It's almost too important in our minds to stop thinking about that issue. But I will say, though, that if you, if you focus on the size of the problem too much, you stop realizing and stop focusing on how big God is. Because you're so focused on how big the problem is. And then you forget, wait a minute, God's actually bigger than this, right? And so the verse that actually helps me remember this that I found and helps me kind of like oh, fine-tune that is in Isaiah 55, 8 through 9. And it says, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways. And my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Now, this verse is saying that, hey, I'm bigger than your problems. I'm bigger than what you're going through. I'm aware of everything that's happening. I know what you're going through. And I actually know how this is going to end. 
I know how I'm going to work this out. I know everything. Okay, that's what God is saying. But what I also love is that he leaves you with the feeling of you're not going to understand how this is going to go. You're not going to get it. It's going to be much more complicated than, than you can fathom. And that's okay. You, guess what? You don't have to know everything. You don't have to know how this is going to go. You don't have to know how this is going to end up. Just believe me. <laughs> and that's what faith is, right? That's just faith is basically saying, hey, I don't know how this is going to go, but it's going to go, you know. I don't know what, what's going to happen. And that's what faith really, truly is. We need to start believing that God knows what he's doing and that we can zoom out of the issue that we are so focused on. Zoom out of the issue and know that, hey, this problem is still there. It's not going in. Like in the, in the picture, the zoomed out picture, my finger was still there. But it was a beautiful picture at the end. So same thing happens with our problems, right? We zoom out out of our problems and we realize that, hey, my life is good. I have good people. I have a good family. I have, you know, people that care for me. God has, I've seen how God has moved different things in my life. I've seen that I've gone through something maybe even similar before and I made it through. It's when we zoom out of our problem, stop fixating on it, is when we're able to see that life is okay. Life is good. The problem, again, may still be there. But we, if we focus on other things and see our life that it's beautiful, like that picture, your life you can you start realizing how precious your life really truly is and now i just don't want to be up here giving you your sunday encouragement and like yeah we can do this but i also pastor john does a really good job of giving application right for your mondays and your thursdays when you are not so encouraged when you are not so feeling life right now when you're not in the mood for anything to listen to anybody when that problem is keeping you up at night john is really good at giving applications so i'm gonna do my best to to give you some applications as well my first suggestion is gratitude now pastor john talked about this last week in all things be thankful it's i think in first thessalonians um that that verse that he spoke about last week in all things be be thankful we don't notice any, everything God does for us or has done for us until we stop, take a second, and really think and really thank him for everything that we have. I mean, I've, I've heard preachers say, oh, yeah, thank God for, like, no traffic. Thank God for a great parking spot. Thank God for cute shoes or, you know, silly stuff like that, small things like that. But, you know, as funny as that is, it's actually so true and important because if he can think, if you can if he can give you the little things, and if he cares about the little things, you are sure he cares about the big things. And so when you come into the habit of being grateful and you just have that, like Pastor John told us last week and taught us last week, if you have that habit of being thankful, it's just, you, you start seeing how much you actually have and the, and the goodness that is in your life and the wonderful people that you're surrounded with. And somehow that issue that you're fixated on doesn't seem so big anymore because look everything else you have. Look at all the other stuff you have. So first suggestion, gratitude. Take it or leave it. Um, next suggestion I have is being in community. Now, it is a plug for group, so Judy, you're welcome. But you need to be in community. Community is so 
so important. It's actually the one that I think helps me the most. Um, because, you know, I've also been in a season where my problem, I can't get over it. I can't because all of a sudden you feel like there's no way anybody else has felt this. There's no way that anybody else has gone through this, like the way that I'm going through this or, or anything like that. Well, guess what? Yes, we're all different. We have different culture. We, and diversity, it's beautiful. It's needed. It's, it's, a, it's what heaven looks like. We're very different. But I think we are also more common than we are different. I think the same stuff makes us sad. The same stuff makes us angry. The same stuff makes us depressed. So when we're in community and you find somebody that you can be vulnerable, vulnerable with and trust, luckily I have that with a few ladies here at Discovery, you can, when you share what's going on, all of a sudden you're not so alone because most, more likely than not, they know exactly how you're feeling where they, they themselves have gone through or they know someone that has gone through this themselves and you're not so alone. And that's, and that's another way where that's, that issue that you're so fixated on can, can get a little bit smaller because it's like, well, hey, God helped them in this exact thing. I think he can help me in mine too. And that, and that becomes your faith base, right? That becomes like, no, I can, I, I can get through this because it happened for them. And the one thing that I know about God well, the many things I know about God, he is very consistent. If he does it for one person, he's doing it for other people. And so you can trust in that. And that's why community, it helps. It helps to verbalize what you're going through sometimes. With, with trusting people that you trust, that you know that are, are loving you. But community is so important for that. And then the last suggestion that I have, and maybe kind of boring, my young adult People are probably like, oh my gosh, no way. Is she really going to talk about this? But it's reading God's word. I think it's as simple as that. And, you know, I'm old. Like, I just, there's nothing like it. Reading God's word, reading the Bible, reading stories of people. Again, God is very consistent. Reading stories of characters that have gone through the worst and worst. Because I got to tell you, the Bible is dramatic. There's so much drama in the Bible. The Old Testament's crazy. Like, literally crazy. But you see that these characters behind the scenes, God is, like, there. God is constantly interwoven in what, how things go about. And most of these people in the Bible have no idea what's happening or why it's happening and are, like, desperate to know, God, why me? I'm, like, so great at being Christian. Why are you, like, doing this to me? Well, you know, God is still there. And at the end of these stories, you're seeing wow, God's goodness is, was everywhere. It was from the first to the last page. And so read, being in the word really does help you understand that just like in community, you're not alone. The Bible is so relevant. God's word is so relevant to our world. Like I personally have been able to go through Old and New Testament, and I'm just like, I, our, like history is repeating itself, honestly. The Old Testament, things are in the Old Testament are happening now. Like, I don't want to sound like super old school preacher, but it's kind of crazy, like, when you really think about it. But, I mean, that's why the Bible is so relevant, right? And that's why it's worth reading. That's why it's worth being in it. Even, I think, uh, Rebecca Pita, Pastor John's um, mom, always tells me, just five minutes, Janice. Just spend five minutes. Five minutes in the Word. Five minutes. It can't just be five minutes in the Word. And it can change your perspective on anything. It can make your issues seems so small 
because of how good and how big God is and the proof of that. So to recap, gratitude, seek community, and read God's word. So Keith's going to come up and share in. So those are the three, the three things that I feel like you can really gain from and, and make the, your issues even though they're important, and I'm not trying to devalue anybody's problems because that's the last thing I have any right to do. Your issues are your issues and they're valid. But I think you I think it's important to see the bigger picture and just just step back and see, hey, yes, it's there. Yeah, that's the problem. Yes, it's there. But look at all this other stuff. Look at how good my life is. Look at how blessed I am. Look how beautiful my life is. Look how beautiful my family is. Look how, how many people love me. How many people I love. Yes, that problem is there. But it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. And that keeps us going, right? That keeps us wanting more. That keeps us, that fire in us to keep moving forward. That helps, right? So before I leave you, I, I mean, I think I'm pretty short today, but it's all right. Before I leave you, I want to leave you with this. Let's get into the habit of stepping back, zooming out from what's stressing us out, making us sad, angry, hopeless, fearful, and let's try to see his goodness and everything else because it's there. And most of the time it's very obvious. We just got to pay attention. We got to, you know, and this is brutally honest, but sometimes I like to soak in the sadness. Like, I want to be sad. Let me be sad. I like this feeling. I want to be depressed. I want to, you know, nobody understands me. Well, most people do because we're all human and we all understand each other's feelings and we all understand emotion. We all have them. But if you, if you allow yourself to step back and change your perception and see the world and see yourself, see your life the way God sees it, that, that issue is, is get smaller and smaller and smaller until one day you're like, wow, God pulled me through. Like, I didn't even, that's amazing. It's gone. The season's over, you know? So I'm just here to tell you, and for some reason, I, if I really felt like I needed to work this this way. I'm here to tell you that there is a God that made you, that loves you, and is with you through every step of this. So I'm speaking to whoever this is for. That every step of this, trust him, give this to him. Give this to him.